Hey, welcome, Atomic Radio Hour, Post Nuclear Podcast. I am your host Vince, and I am your city goer Olive. How are you, my friend? I have questions. You have questions. I have questions. What kind of questions? Um, did you watch the Super Bowl? I did not. I instead did fourteen straight hours of homework and then fell asleep. That's. Sounds like a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, Mr. I'm Peanut died. Yeah, Mr. Peanut died, and now there's little nut. Uh, <laughs> they showed Mr. Peanut's funeral. No. Yeah, and at Mr. Peanut's really? funeral was the Kool Aid Man and Mr. Clean. <laughs> Dude, what is this fucking food fight? Two thousand six. <laughs> okay, all right, hold on. It gets better. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, I okay, so I sell shit on eBay from time to time to make a little extra scrizzizatch mm-hmm. on the side, right? And yes. I sold two Mr. Peanut Planters glass, like, I guess a peanut jar, like what you would put nutted pea inside of, right? Nutted pea? Yes, peanuts. That's that's a, how a sophisticate would say peanut. Nutted pea. Um, I hate that, but go off. Uh, and, like... I sold two things. They were peanut-inspired, very, like, Americana. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't tell you exactly how much I made, but I don't think it was quite 300 bucks. Okay. So but they're, so they're, like, collectible antiques. This shit has a market, yeah. Yeah. Um, sort of curiosity, knowing that. I looked up when did uh, Mr. Peanut show up. I don't know if it's Planters or Mr. Peanut himself. And it's 1916. Oh. Why the so he fuck? was over 100 years old. Why the fuck was there not more icons of advertisement there? Toucan Sam, Lucky Charms Man, uh, Tony the Tiger. His reach and, uh, and fame would have been way more than just Mr. Clean and the Kool-Aid Man. Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Like... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Why I was like and like I'm dying. Who officiated the ceremony? I apologize for my phone vibrating. It's such. A... You're not forgiven. Uh, I, I think a black dude. I don't yeah, think yeah, it was I anybody bet. special. It was just a black dude, like a black actor. So um, it wasn't like Tony the Tiger or someone no, cool. No, no, Mr. Clean was just crying on the Kool Aid Man's shoulder. That's it. He's gonna get the tears in the Kool Aid. I dude, I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. I just remember dying my ass off. Dying my ass off. Laughing my ass off. Dying? Yeah, I'll die your ass off. And then when they pull the baby peanut out of the... He, like, grows out of the grass, the ground. Um, he starts talking like a dolphin. And my first thought was, why is the baby cursing? Because of Spongebob. <laughs> right. And, and then he's like, now nah, I'm fucking with you. And, like, I'm just sitting there going, like, this is the dumbest ad campaign ever. And I'm feeding into it by talking about it. I know, I fucking hate it. But, like... Like, I would stomp Baby Peanut into a million pieces to sustain the life of Baby Yoda. Fuck Baby Yoda. Fuck anything baby-formed. Except Baby Mario. That guy fucks. Can we talk about how that's happening now, what happened in the 90s? <laughs> how everything yeah. had, like, a baby version? Like, there was Baby Looney Tunes, which, fucking, Baby Looney Tunes fucking slapped. But yeah. there was Baby Looney Tunes, there was Yo... Remember Yo-Yogi? 
No. Look up Yo Yogi. It's fucking the most nineties Yogi How bear shit. How even? Uh, a pup named Scooby Doo, which I always thought was better than Scooby Doo. So someone's gonna shoot me. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, I never liked Scooby Doo growing up. I never liked dogs. Well, and, you're just not American. And a pup named Scooby Doo was more like stylized, and I liked that more. Mm, that's fair. You looking at Yo Yogi? Yeah, it's just how bad Yogi Bear, but right. different. I don't like it. Yeah, that's been bothering me for a while. Just, just why only two, and why them? Why drink and clean? Why not like, well, like, or okay, hold on, let let us build some cannon. Maybe like, okay. maybe like, he was. Maybe the, he pissed a lot of people off. Yeah, maybe he was like the the Mister Burns of the snack empire, <laughs> <laughs> and, and like. Maybe know. he like owned a plantation like my father owned these peanut lands. land and his father before him. And like he just really did not stand for sound business practices. I, I don't know, dude. I'm so tired of brands. <sighs> Me too. I'm so tired of brands trying Silence, to Silence brand. Trying to be yeah, trying to be hip with the fucking kids. Wendy's did it right and then everybody copied it. Yeah. And now it's just stale again. I had a very nice conversation the other day. Oh, yeah? Um, uh, like I said prior, I sell shit on eBay, and I sold a moped. Like a vroom vroom? Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, from, like, the 70s. And this, I'm not going to say his name, but this wonderful Jewish fellow came to my house to pick it up. Mm-hmm. And for 40 minutes, we sat in my driveway and had a conversation about religion. Really? Yeah, and he was just such a nice guy. Just an That's absolute sweetheart of a human. And... Uh, he even, we were talking about the Jewish holidays, and we were talking about the differences between the New Testament, the Old Testament, and I'm not religious, but I think it's really Was he like a traditional Jewish, or like a modern Jewish? <laughs> traditional I don't, Jewish. I don't, I don't know, I don't know the ins and outs of Judaism, um, but I know there's ones that like, um, there's like a certain like way of dressing, and a way of like grooming. Okay, he wasn't yeah, Hasidic. Yeah. He didn't have he didn't have like the the black garb on and the the hat. He didn't. He, that, I, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know. He didn't have a yarmulke. Um, but he was wearing a hat, so I don't know if like you can wear a hat on top of your yarmulke. Um, There's other flavors of yarmulke. No, no, no. I'm saying like he had a hat on. I know. I'm just oh. trying to make it funny. Um, sorry. Um, no, but he he actually like just a few minutes ago sent me articles on. Judaism and like it never came across that he was trying to convert me it was just he saw that I was interested and was like here you go here's more information if you're curious that's pretty interesting he's a cool guy yeah um you know that's that's about it that's about my update that's still that's really neat it's a neat experience yeah 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 it was super and like I was super worried about like having someone come to my house to like pick something up and then like oh here he is (laughs) he's the coolest guy I've met like yeah it was cool it was cool I was how, sorry. Sorry to dominate the conversation. How have you been? No, it's fine. Um, I had a pretty stressful weekend. A lot of projects due on the same day, so that's a lot. Um, today was finally a reprieve. I'd finally had everything turned in, so I just kind of cruised through the day. I had a bunch of meetings at work. It was. It's been busy, but it was a good day all around. Nice. Yeah. That's all you want to say. You made it sound like you wanted to talk about something. No, I just had a had a pretty decent day. And that was just about it. Um, if you have lore to give, I have lore to receive. Today's lore is going to be on Vault City and or including Vault 8. 
Um, Me. I... Oh! Little update. I've been streaming mm. on Discord. Link to the Discord if you want to watch the stream. I have, too. You did. You, you streamed... Uh, what did you stream? I streamed Subnautica because I was sad and just wanted to be in the ocean. Yes. I feel it. Uh, I finished Old World, Old World Blues. It's my least favorite New Vegas DLC. I personally think you're wrong, but you're allowed to have your opinion. I, uh, I, I, the writing is wonderful. Uh, Richie Ball-loving Marcus made me laugh every fucking time. <laughs> that and lobotomite. I just, like, anytime I was fighting lobotomites, I had to yell it. Lobotomite. Uh, it's super quotable. It's very well written. Um, I'd rather play Honest Hearts again because it gave me more lore. Like, it gave me more background lore for what has been... Like, don't get me wrong. You find out what's been going on at Big Mountain since the bombs have dropped. Uh, mm -hmm. But the brains in the jars and in the tanks, they are so on their way out that they're almost not reliable sources of information. So Yeah, when, they're, they're far gone. I like it in a bubble. I, explain. Like, I think Big Mountain... like. I think it's good. It's a good DLC to play by itself, and I think it's it's funny. It's entertaining. Mm -hmm. It has a couple of really cool missions. Um, in terms of like what it contributes to the world of Fallout, I would agree with you. Yeah, that it's it's less uh, impactful. But I also didn't play it with the in with expecting it to be impactful. Neither did I. I expected it to be impactful in the sense that everybody loves it. And yeah, I, see... I, I just think it's really funny. And I love camp. It's camp to the highest degree. Yeah, I like camp too, but I, I like a lot of the missions were, all right, go back and do it again. Go back and do it again. Go back and do it. Like, why do I have to do the K9 or the X8 or the X9, whatever it's called? Like, why do I have to do that over and over and over again? Like, um, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm, I'm doing Lonesome Road right now and it feels like Fallout 3. Yeah. Yeah, like in the best way possible. Like there's a lot of dilapidated structures. You walk through like like a like a military town. It's it's very I don't know, like I really like it. Like speaking I still of Ulysses, do it. yeah, you should. It doesn't it doesn't end the game. No. Uh it doesn't feel like it's going to end the game. If anything, I mean, I haven't beaten it yet. It kind of just feels like it would I beat the game, reloaded my old save, and then did it, because I was always told it ends the game. Mm -hmm. But I kind of played it and was like, oh, I feel bad about my choice to who I picked. Mm. But it's, oh my god, it's so good. It, like, it's it's honestly so far for me. It goes Honest Hearts, Sierra Madre, uh, Lonesome Road, and then Big Mountain. That's fair. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's not for me, I guess. Like it's it's got whatever. I'm moving on. Um, if you want to watch the streams, I do them in Discord three times a week, two times a week. Depends on how much time I have. Mm -hmm. All right, Vault City, you ready? I'm ready. This week is on Vault City, a high-tech settlement in West Nevada established by the residents of Vault 8, has the most advanced medical technology in New California. Vault City is 21 squares east and 4 squares south of Arroyo. And that is a unit of measure that I completely understand. Now, I read that on the website, and my first thought was, 
All right, how how big is the map? Because if you look at the map of um, if you look at the map of Fallout One and Fallout Two on a on a on a real map, um, you'll see that it takes place in parts of uh, Southern California, and it uh, well Arroyo Arroyo is in um, what's it called Oregon. Is it? Yeah, look it up. Oh, yeah, look it up real it quick. Is. Yeah, Ar- looking at it. Arroyo is technically part of Air uh, of uh, um. What what is the state that I just said to you with my mouth? Oregon. Thank you, Oregon. It's technically it's it's like the very very bottom tip of Oregon. So the NCR, I'm I'm not sure if it's I don't think it's by the time by after Fallout Two. Arroyo is under control of NCR, but it goes from Arroyo to I don't know if that's as north as they go because I've heard that they've they've gone up into Canada, but I don't think that's true. I think that's head cannon for like the twenty three hundreds. Um, so imagine from Arroyo to pretty much New Vegas because like Redding is there, and or not Redding, Sloan is there. I'm thinking, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, okay, how big how big is that? So. I see, I, I looked up how big are the squares in Fallout 1 and 2, and it brought me to No Mutants Allowed, which is a forum that's been going on since, like, the Fallout 1 and Fallout 2 days. It's one of the oldest Fallout forums. Yeah, I'm reading it now. Um, what, the history of the forum? No, just, like, the page about how big squares are. Yeah, so someone says on here, I'd like to find out what exact, wait, what exact scale was it wasn't exact scale ever given can it be calculated based on walking times or a map of the area it it'd be useful and interesting to know someone says i actually have no idea I never looked into it myself i'm sure others would be able to give a more exact answer but i took the fallout 1 world map and laid it out over a map from google uh so the, there's a picture that'll be on screen and it shows pretty much all of the settlements and i'm trying to get a better look at it all right so there's navarro there's there's vault 13 there's Vault 15, and that's the and there's the head of the NCR, right? So that's pretty much all California, Vault City. Okay, so there's Vault City at the top. Like, you have to go extremely north, right? Uh, yes. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you're looking at the map of Fallout 2, which will be on screen. And that's the map of Fallout 1. Alright, so Fallout 1 is more Southern California, where Fallout 2 is just more California. Um... So, so someone estimates that each square that you can travel is about 12 miles on each side, or 19 kilometers, right? Fallout 2 is roughly the size, roughly slightly larger than double than Fallout 1's map, six squares between the military base and Fallout 13, opposed to 13 for Fallout 1. So, my guess is that it'd be somewhere between 26 and 30 miles, or 42 to 50 kilometers. Hmm. So, you see where this is kind of going? Like, this is like a really... This might mean nothing to nobody, but to me, this is fascinating. To think, like, how big is this map actually? There's Vault City, and then Arroyo, it's not even on this map. Yeah. On the map that's on screen, it's not even on the map. The the second one it is. Or the one I sent you first. It has Arroyo? Yes, all the way in the top left. The first one you... No, the Fallout 1 one doesn't. It says military base. The Fallout not. 2 one. Oh, I am silly. Yeah, okay. So, see see where that is? 
Mm-hmm. See how far that is? See how far Vault 13 is from there? You At the end of Fallout 1, you leave Vault 13 and go start Arroyo. See how far that is? It's a lot of traveling. I'm doing some math real quick. Hold on. Okay. So, I don't know. I don't know why this... I might even cut all this out. But, like, it just... I, th- I thought it was super fascinating to think how far... I just thought it was interesting. I thought it was neat to think of, like, how far is this from there? Because you can walk so many miles. And I read somewhere that Fallout 4 is approximately 900 square miles. I don't know how accurate that is. I don't remember where I read that. But, like, these older games, you can you really only needed to have so many cells. So you could make the, you could make the game the whole U.S. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, you ready to move on or are you doing math? I'm doing math. Give me a sec. Okay. To walk directly from Arroyo to Vault City, it would be, if you took the average uh, square size. Okay. It would be 12? approximately... Or 30? Yeah. Um, I use 28. Okay, okay. Um, it would be approximately 600 miles. Wow. How long would it take least... to walk 600 miles? Um, hold on. Uh, about 24 days. Wow. According to a uh, a like a question answer site, uh, this one is uh, Quora, but I prefer uh, Yahoo Answers because it's worse. Um, this person went backpacking and they did twenty five miles a day, Jesus. multiple days. That equates to about a hundred miles every four days. That's six hundred miles in twenty four days. Wow. So it'll take about a month to walk from Arroyo to Vault City. Just it's and it's in Nevada. Yes. So from Oregon and Nevada. Wow. Okay. Sorry. That this is, this is the way my mind works about this fucking game because, the other day before I started streaming, you know what Nuke Map is? Yes. I just just before the stream started, I was just streaming me fucking around on Nuke Map, and I was showing like three or four people what Nuke Map was, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh look, this is what California would look like, and this I'm like, this is like I don't think I mapped out where the glow would have been, but I was like, this is I was like, let's do um. I was like, let's go to D.C. Let's fucking see what have, how D.C. would have been bombed. And, like, I mapped out where things were, and I was looking for um, the radio station that Three Dog would have been at. I was looking for Ronald Reagan Airport, where they took all the shit from. That's pretty cool. For th- like, and I was showing, like, and someone in the chat was like, you don't even need a new game. You just need a map and an imagination to enjoy these fucking games. I'm like, yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's neat to think of, like, how a human would, would advance. But, okay, after all the math and science is out of the way. Vault 8 was one of 17 control vaults. No suspicious... Do you want to do that one again? Yeah, no suspicious... No, can you say it? No specific. No specific. If I if I hear somebody say it, I can say it. No sus- Fucking no experiment. <laughs> Functioned almost exactly... No particular. No particular experiment. Functioned almost exactly to residents' expectation. Designed to house a hundred or so people. vault planned to give them two Gex. So if they had any sort of experiment, it's that they had two Gex. They wanted to make sure that Vault 8 succeeded. Due to a logistic error... Vault 8 received a shipment of hundreds of water chips meant for Vault 13, which, as a result, they received their geck. Hmm. But, can you Google something for me? That I can. Can you look up, did Vault 13 have a geck? Uh, there are two gecks in the game, one in Vault 13 and one in the Enclave oil rig. 
So, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah. That's actually one of the main story missions, is to retrieve the Gek from Vault 13 and bring it to Arroyo. Wait, in two? Because um, Arroyo yes. doesn't... Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, in 2091, 14 years after the Great War, Vault 8 received the all-clear, and the Overseer ordered the vault door to open. This all-clear was actually sent by the Enclave. Hmm. All of my lore I get off Fallout Wiki, fallout.wiki.com. Within the following years, vault, vault City was built with hard work and the suffering of many people, using the Gek and Vault 8's fusion generator to create fertile grounds and buildings. In 2092, Richard Moreau, who later becomes the Master, was exiled for murder. The details of the murder are unknown, and judging from the hypocrisy filling Vault City, the entire incident could, the entire incident is questionable. By 2101, uh, the Overseer retired, and the Council of Citizens was established. Uh, they appointed the initial first citizen, who was Joanne Lynette, who we spoke about last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the first citizen, so it's kind of like, it's not so much like a president, but it's like this is the first citizen that you would meet, like a representation. So she's right. citizen number one. Uh, the title is held by the governor, by the governors of Vault City after like they, an ambassador. Yes. Yes, after they left Vault 8 and got rid of the title of Overseer, they are head of state and they deal with Vault City's foreign politics and revoke citizenship with Augusto. Uh, years after the leaving of Vault 8, Vault City became the best post-war American medical center. They could mass-produce medical supplies and perform radiation removal and surgery procedures loss of limbs and organs via cloning, and they grafted armor plating onto skeletons. Hmm. The... It's cool that those ideas are kind of from the original game, because the medical clinic in, like, New Vegas, Mm -hmm. like, directly uses some of that. And then, uh, we'll get into it later, but that's an NCR-owned building. Yeah. And the NCR later, uh, not buys, but annexes Vault City. So mm-hmm. it is fucking literally directly from that. Yeah, so the fact that Vault, Vault City basically set a new standard for, like, treatment in the wasteland, and that's really, really cool. They were one of the only places that could produce super stim packs, and if you, you should look this up because I might be wrong. I don't know if super stim packs were a thing pre-war. They might not have been, but I could be wrong. There's no information on their origins. Okay. The only place with uh, the only place with uh, combat implement schematics, Vault City became an important part of the Big Circle Caravan Trail. Now, I wanted to do a whole thing on Big Circle because I thought it was super duper neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out it's it's not big enough to do it. What um, do you mean? Like it's just like it's not big enough to give it its own lore segment. Oh, oh okay, I got you. You know what I mean? See if we can tie it in. So, yeah, let me just look it up quick. Hold on. Big circle in my backyard. Can't afford to plot it anymore. Dun, dun. Okay. So, the big circle is a caravan route. There's not. There's nothing on it. There's really nothing on it. The big circle is a car- caravan, caravan route uh, in Northern California that loops through several, several settlements, including Broken Hills, New Reno, Redding, The Den, 
Modoc, and Vault City. Gecko is also included, particularly particularly when caravans from Broken Hills before its collapse uh, or other uranium-producing settlements were involved. Before 2242, the route was very dangerous, but by 2281... Uh, the NCR's expansion northwards, northwards, that's a word, made it conceptually, considerably safer. Um, there's like another few things here <laughs> about, you right? Yeah, I just had a big yawn. Oh, uh, so, yeah, I thought it was super neat. There, there will be a picture of this. It's really neat, yeah. Yeah, uh, so I want you to keep in mind the idea of, um the idea of a trading route in the back of your head. Okay. Because um, I think shit's super, super interesting. By 2235, Gecko was founded. It's a ghoul town. You gotta love that. Yeah, they migrated to a radioactive... managed to reactivate the nuclear power plant that the town was built around. Vault City started to look at their new neighbors with concern. By 2239, the plant was leaking waste into the local groundwater, which made its way to Vault City's ground well source. Anyone that drank the water would contract radiation sickness, and in some cases it would be fatal. Vault City's medical experts were concerned that this would lead to sterility and chromosomal damage. Um, For those who don't know radiation doesn't just kill you, it kills everybody in your family. As a result of this, Vault City's citizens' attitudes towards ghouls turned to straight animosity. Uh, They accused... They accused... Sorry? That's not good. Yeah, they accused Gecko uh, of terror attacks on Vault City. Gecko ghouls often reached out to Vault City to see if they needed any sort of technical help, but they were shot on sight. The NCR wanted to expand and wanted to annex Vault City. Vault City declined, opting to stay independent. The NCR Congress approved of a secret initiative to infiltrate Vault City uh, for them to join the NCR. The NCR hired John Bishop, who was an, who, who employed mercs to act as raiders and regularly attack Vault City and eventually force them into NCR hands. So here's a whole-ass government who wants, like, a small plot of land. Yeah, that <laughs> couldn't be trouble at all. By 2239, Thomas, uh, Thomas Moore uh, was an NCR undercover agent who went to Vault City and became a citizen. After year after a year, he changed policies and wanted to convert Vault City into a democracy. He was treated as an idiot and not a citizen. No one in Vault City takes him seriously. He did manage to steal some Vault City tech, though. Uh, by February of 2241... But, oh, sorry. February 2241, they, uh, Vault City again rejects an alliance between the Bishop family and the NCR. In March of the same year, raider attacks begin on caravans uh, that are going to and from Vault City. The NCR was getting more aggressive in their attempts to get Vault City to join the Republic. They told Vault City that they can protect them from the attack, so they created the problem and then tried to fix it. The continued refusal made the attacks more brutal. 
they once they started to join the Republic, one of the uh, for for Vault Eight for Vault City to join the Republic, one of the limiting factors for Vault City was the fact that it was running on the nuclear power reactor inside of Vault Eight, uh, and it was not supposed to be running off that. The Gek and the uh, nuclear power reactor, and it wasn't supposed to be running off just that. By 2241, they were at peak capacity, making growth pretty much impossible. Uh, to get past this, they would need to source some sort of an energy from Gecko. Uh, without additional power, the settlement was, would, would, would burn out. There, there's nothing they would do. Within 15 years, they would have collapsed. Uh, Vault City eventually ended up joining the NCR. Now, I try to find like a concrete reason for why they were joining the NCR, and there are certain things that I believe if you speak to Tandy in Fallout 2, you can go to the bishops and you can kind of work out a deal. Or there's like a quest that you can do where you kind of force them into it a bit. Um, there is nothing concrete, I don't think. I could be wrong. I looked it up and didn't really find anything. But one thing that kind of uh, I did read over and over again was just they were staying stagnant of the same hundred people, the same few people. Um, mind you, all those people left the vault, and there was only about a hundred and change of them. So, mm-hmm. how many times can you breed before inbreeding happens over eighty something years? You know what I mean? Right, right. A hundred something years. How, how far can you really take it? Um, but it seems to be that like the common consensus is that they were kind of just stagnating in growth, and the NCR was ever expanding, and they were just like, "Fuck it." You know what I mean? Just like, yeah, like we can use the the stimulation. Yeah. Uh, for citizenship, most, most likely you were born into Vault City. A test can be taken to, uh, to, to gain citizenship. Uh, it, is, it is so impossibly hard that they made it so it's super unrealistic of you actually joining. Uh, it's so difficult that most born citizens would fail the test. It, was, uh, it, had, it had a section on mathematics, spatial relations, deductive reasoning, language comprehension, as, as well as a physical exam. Full citizens have full access to all of Vault City, including Vault 8, which really wasn't used anymore at that point. Let me see, there's a few things that I didn't write down that I have on my phone. I thought it was something more important that I had on my phone that I wanted to read, but it's pretty much just that um, they have a great police force. That's about but it. But like it's not, you know, fuck twelve. Exactly, fuck twelve. Uh, it's not. It's not huge, um, but it was. It was very well trained. I thought I had something else to read, but that's that's it. That's Vault Eight. That's uh, Vault City. That's more than I expected, if I'm being honest. Really? Yeah. I was actually I expecting mean, more. Really, I, didn't I feel get... like the old games don't really have like a lot of like um, like depth. I mean, not saying they're not deep, but I feel like the content in terms of like um, wikiable like facts and stuff really? is a little bit deeper in the newer games. Yeah, because like they put I feel like a lot more terminals out there and like personal accounts in like well, it'd be, like, inspiring, but, like, notebooks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, but personal logs, like, hollow tapes. I feel like there's generally a lot more for the 3D Fallout games, but I'm pretty surprised with the amount that we were able to cover. New Vegas um, wiki logs are massive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Fallout 1 and 2 are pretty good. I mean. Fallout 1 is a little more sparse, but I think if Fallout 2 didn't come out, it would have been more sparse, because I think they were kind of going with that whole, we don't know what the fuck's going on, and also... 
uh, it gives us enough room to make shit up for the next game. Mm-hmm. But uh, I really, really enjoy the lore of Fallout Two, Fallout One, especially. I just like I like the bleak, abysmal atmosphere that one has a lot more than two, because um, two is very like <laughs> we're in the wasteland, boing, like yeah. uh, which is cool. But I I prefer that we're all gonna die, everybody's dying, there's no food, there's no water, and I'm going to shoot you in the face just because I can, not because I need something from you, but mm-hmm. because you pose a threat to me. That's what the apocalypse feels like to me. Uh, yeah, yeah, fair. Uh, like, I, I I was reading the wiki page for uh, Joshua Graham, who mm-hmm. was most deadly getting his own fucking episode, and his his page is, is huge, and it's got oh, all these, yeah. like, you have to, like, know about the Mormons and you have to know of the church it's like the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and you have to know about Ogden and you have to know about the Canaanites and you have to know about like honestly the entire episode is going to be lore that's going to be one that yeah that's that's super or we can do like like a new Canaan lore like series almost I was thinking about something like that but it's not even just like new Canaan like you don't have to know it like you could read the page and understand it Mm -hmm. Um, but like it helps to know a little bit about more religion it's best served as a, a full course meal yeah um, but he's a fucking fascinating character, a fascinating character, and I and I love these like well thought out characters. I really didn't jump into any of the characters. There's only really one, uh, Joanne Lynette from from Vault City, but mm-hmm. um, super interesting. It's it's probably the most successful vault. Yeah, I would definitely say it's the most successful vault. Yeah, um, probably the most successful vault. Probably the vault that that did the most shit. I mean, could you? Could, I guess I guess fall or. 101 is a failed experiment because the door opens. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I mean? So I would, I would say that. 101's a failure. Uh, 111's a failure. Yeah. 13's a failure, I'd say. Well. I mean, it went on to start Arroyo. Well, it, I guess technically would be a failure because they weren't supposed to open for 100 years or 200 mm-hmm. years. But they had to open. So I guess they are a failure. 15's a failure, but 15, 15 splits off... Uh, into shady one half is shady sands the other half is the cons yeah which is fucking all right uh that's all i have to say do you have anything you want to say um no i just wish that there was a 3d version of this because i'm bad at the original games so i've never got to see vault city yeah uh neither have i i never really got past the tutorial in two i tried streaming one um Mm -hmm. i couldn't get it to work you'll have to try to run it in compatibility mode I, yeah, it was, it was, I have to, what I was doing is I was trying to stream my whole screen mm-hmm. and I got the game on screen instead of, cause like the way discord does it is it streams like the window itself. So you can't mm-hmm. like, Oh, here's your taxes. Um, yeah, right, right. Uh, and I was like, Oh fuck it. I'll just do the, I'll show you how to do the whole screen. You can do the whole screen. Um, and I was like, Oh, I'll just do it through here. And then I started and everyone's like, there's no sound. Oh, and I was like, Oh my God. Um, but I, I'm gonna beat one. I want to beat one before I beat two, because mm-hmm. I've I've gotten like sixty to seventy percent of the way through one with you. Yes, yes, yes. But that's all I have to say about um, Vault City. Yeah. Do you have any? Do you have anything? Quick. No. No, that's just about it. So here's an idea that I had. Like Shoot. I just told you, I, I played through Honest Hearts, and uh, I, I, I the, the theme of like oh not even a theme, but the whole driving plot of you get there with happy trails, 
Happy mm-hmm. Trails Caravan Co. And reading about the Big Circle and the Crimson Caravan and everything. I think that would be my job in the apocalypse. You'd be a caravaner? I think I would. I think um, it's 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 like it ain't it ain't what is it? It ain't easy, but it's honest work. Like Yeah, right, right. Like it's very uh it's just walking with a gun, being protective. I'd probably be like a like a mechanic or someone that works with electronics. Okay. You think you'd be a, I, a bad cliff? Like, a what? The Bureau of Alcohol, Lasers, Firearms, and Drugs or something? I, I'm, I'm messing up the acronym. I, yes. I was reading something that... Uh, the reason why that's in my mind is on the wiki. I was reading, for you to own combat armor pre-war, you had to have a permit from the Bureau of Alcohol, Firearms, Drugs, and Lasers, or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I bet I would probably work with electronics. Um, If I were, like, born pre-war, I probably would have done, like, scientist. Mm -hmm. Well, it's kind of wrong with this idea of caravan. Even if you want to go with a scientific one. If you were to start, if you you had to start your own caravan company, what would its name be? What would you specialize in? What would your route be? Uh, Hmm. How much security would you take with you? Um, you know what I mean? What would yours be named? I don't. I don't know about name, but uh, maybe some sort of like a shitty joke. <laughs> like, uh, are they coming? <laughs> like, are they coming caravans? Um, what about the East Arkansas Trade Company? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> some. Sh- I don't know. Like, like I, I, I could go with that. I could just say like, oh, I've already created mine. I didn't even think of that to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would specify in not medical supplies but I think entertainment okay I like that I because I think medical supplies is an easy go to but there's a lot of people that are going to be sitting around bored what about like the sideshow caravan holy shit it's not a bad name holy shit no 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 a circus Mm -hmm. Why the fuck did yeah. I not think of this? Yeah, a caravan... A, a, an entertainment caravan is a circus. Why the fuck did I not think of that? A circus? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Well, let's play in this space. Okay, yeah, hold on. Okay. Alright, 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 alright. Um, what's the name? Um, hold on, what's the attraction? I don't know. You're the one creating this entertainment. Uh, what's the most prominent form of entertainment? I think. No, no. I, I think if we're gonna go for like circus, like I mean, like what's the what's like the the, the draw? Like what is it? Is it, hmm. it there's got to be a tamed yaguay. Yeah, there has to be a tamed yaguay. There has to be some kind of mutant. I was thinking like a like a weird like, centaur, like the three armed lady, <laughs> like the what, like the three armed lady or something. Oh yeah yeah yeah, like. Okay, all right, all right. I'm thinking, I'm thinking three, three, um, like box trucks, like the box trucks, like the axle, the wheel, all of that, mm-hmm. and there's windows cut out in it. So imagine like a box truck that you would find on the highway somewhere in Fallout, right? Mm-hmm. You cut windows out and you put bars in there, and you got a tamed Yao Guai. 
and his name right. uh, he's got to have a russian name and i'll think about it later um and and then there's another cart that there's can we say midget still um i would say little person all right there's another cart with little people right mm-hmm. but they're little people that are that are um um what is it called they're like um acrobats and they like, okay. flip into each other and they do tricks and like think about it you've seen a lot of shit but you ain't never mm-hmm. seen a little person like <laughs> I've, I've i've played five different fallout games six different fallout games i never seen a little person not once so i don't i don't know what what the supply of little people is so all right we got the yagwai we got the little people acrobats and I'm thinking maybe uh, here, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with a fourth car, but I'm thinking okay. maybe um, maybe someone who's like a sword swallower and does like pyrotechnic tricks with alcohol. So his whole thing is that he's like an alcoholic. A but, sword swallower, you say? Yeah. Why? No, you no, like no particular reason. Oh. Uh, but there's like a whole thing where he's like blowing fireballs out of his mouth and he's dancing around and like he puts on a show set to music right and i think maybe a fourth cart could be a wise old ghoul who just likes to sit around and tell stories of the way back of the of the old world that like he became a ghoul when he was already in his 80s so he's close to like 300 years old can i can i present a name sure this is a Ron Goulman, attorney at law, presents Ron Goulman's uh, Big Top Spectacular. Uh, we're writing lore. <laughs> we're writing fucking lore. Um, yes, absolutely. What's the goal? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it a front or is it just a circus? I mean, business got to be sustainable. Yes, absolutely. Um, so the if it is a front, the circus travels, but the last car there's a secret compartment that like you bring goods along to sell. No, that is no. Where it's, merchandise. no. It's, it's merchandise. It's merchandise. It's merchandise. It's fucking merchandise. But also illegal guns. But it's the good shit. Like the best shit. Like Mickey like straight Ross. from. Yeah, I was gonna say Gunrunners. I was gonna say if Mick and Ralph had a baby with the Gunrunners, it was raised by the Enclave. Mm-hmm. Oh, we are writing lore. We are writing lore. We are writing <laughs> fucking lore. Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Hold on. So we got the three little people. We got a bear. We're gonna need a bear tamer. We got the old timey ghoul who Ron fucking is great friends with because they get to They're talk about the old tight. world. What? They're fucking tight. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the, the dude um, who puts... No, the, it's got to be a ghoul woman who puts on this show. This, like, belly dancing show yeah. of, like, sword swallowing and just... There's a snake. And, like, she was actually in a circus in pre-war? Yes. Yes. And yeah. and the old man... and his vo- He's voiced by Sam Elliott. Um <laughs> <laughs> old man Sam Elliott and and dancing woman she's from India okay she like came that. here from India when she was like 15 right mm-hmm. and her whole act was based on her hair and how long her hair was and she had some of the longest most beautiful hair in all of India and she was a treat from the eastern world for for uh, men women and children to I don't want to use the word gawk 
but to, but to look at it and ponder Bask. about it. Basket. To, to look at and ponder about what the world far and long ago once was. And she was in the States when the bombs dropped. And she did kind of... Like she was on world tour. Yeah, kind of. It was. It's more of like a played up gimmick. Like, yeah, she was from India, but like... You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like she had like a super accent. It's very, very faint. Um, and... Uh, so, she, but she has the experience. Even though she would do other activities, she never stopped practicing her dancing. She never stopped practicing the art of the performance. Um, I don't. I want the bear trainer to be a Russian dude, but I just feel like that's kind of a give me. Mm-hmm. But I definitely want. Oh, I really like the idea of a guy who's just or or hold on stop everybody stop okay a Native American we don't know what's going on with Native Americans pretty much at all uh, the divide is like the 60s right the mm. split the time split I don't know how many Native Americans are around in the 60s I don't know how many are around now I don't see them very often America fucking we showed up Genocided. from Europe. Yeah, we showed up from, from Europe. We're like, hey, we want this land. Here's a bead. Thanks. And then we went to war and killed them all. So, uh, there's not many left. So what I'm saying is there's a, 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 a reservation somewhere, and the reservation was safe. And it was the it was these people realized that the world had gone to, gone to garbage, and even though it was a modern... It was a modern uh, reservation. They I've got an idea. Sorry, go, I need to cut you go, off. Go, go, A Zoltar machine, but instead of Zoltar in it, it's a security bot like Deputy Weld. This is right. This is lore. This is lore. That, okay, that's like okay. that's that's quintessential. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I'm I'm upset that I didn't think of it. Because, like, name? I, um, oh, I don't know. It has to sound like Zoltar, though. Yeah, I was thinking Moltar, but that's from Space Ghost. <laughs> um. See, for this, I need to be, like, in front of my computer and four hours to just research shit. Because I would look <laughs> up Zoltar Machine and just, who's the man who made it? Or the woman who made it? And then their last name would become the name of the robot. You know what um... I mean? Um. trying to figure it out are you looking it up yeah so okay he does he give out fortunes yeah oh and ron writes them all ron writes them all uh, yeah oh so they're all pre-war and they don't make sense like uh buy low sell high and everyone's like what the fuck does this mean <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it could be something there's a bunch of um, Zoltar machines that they're probably were like, like given, off. they were like given different names, but like they were all produced by the same person. Oh, or like really? the same company. What's or the, something? What's the yeah. company? Mills Novelty Company. That's very white. Yeah. Like, these things are very valuable. Are they really? Yeah, reportedly, magician David Copperfield tried to buy one of the machines from the Montana State Hospital Commission, or Historic Commission, for $2 million. Oh my god! 
yeah, but call also... it like we can, uh, we have to call it like um, Mister Mysterio or something. Yeah, or like Prophesarius. Who? Prophesarius, like prophecy. Yeah. I'm not good with names. I'm just not good with names. Yeah, me neither. I usually use the D&D name generator. Can we, like, write this down somewhere, please? (laughs) What? Uh, Can we write this down somewhere, please, so we have this? I mean, other than us recording it. In video form. Yeah. Uh, Okay, hold on. So we we need a Zoltar machine. Yeah. Uh, But Native American guy that tames the bear, right? Mm -hmm. So... He he's pretty much like a purebred Native American. Um, he's got the long hair. He's he's got the dark complexion. Uh, his reservation that he was on it almost became like a safe haven because it was pretty much untouched. And once they realized that the world went to shit because of what what men with too much power and money did, they kind of reverted back to their older ways, went back to tradition. He speaks English, but he also speaks his native to- his native people's tongue, and he has just kind of this way with nature. Uh, <laughs> this, is, this is turning out to be Buckaroo Bonsai across the 8th dimension. I don't know what that is. Oh, you need to know what this I is. I don't know. What, is, it, is it a Netflix? Is it a Hulu? Uh, uh, Amazon. Oh, well, I'm never going to see it then. It's this crazy fucking movie. And... Do you want me to just read a quick snippet on Sure, Wikipedia? absolutely. The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across... Here, I'll bring this to the main screen. Hold on. The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai Across the Eighth Dimension, often shortened to Buckaroo Banzai, is a 1984 American science fiction action-adventure film produced and written by W.D. Richter and written by Earl MacRanch. The premise centers on the efforts of the polymath, uh, which is a wise individual whose knowledge is significant. Um, Dr. Buckaroo Banzai, a physicist, neurosurgeon, test pilot, musician, blah, blah, blah. This guy that's super good at everything. And he needs to save the world by defeating a band of interdimensional aliens called Red Lectoids from Planet 10. Christ, Christ. It's this fuck this movie is fucking crazy. It's so immensely 80s in all the right ways. I have to see this. I've never heard of this. It's nuts. Have you ever seen the movie with Agent Hitler FBI? No, but I know what you're talking about. Dude, I've seen clips of this movie and I don't know what the movie is and I'll see it on I go on WorkSafe GIF on 4chan a lot cuz I like the GIFs. And um I'll always see he's like, Agent Hitler, FBI. And there's another one with, like, a dog. And he's like, kill the Nazis! <laughs> it's like... Dude, it's the most <laughs> whacked fucking movie. I think I think we're on to something here with fucking the, the... Ron Gulman presents a cavalcade of extraordinary gentlefolk, or whatever we're calling it. What did you call it? Um, Big Top Spectacular, I think. Ron Gulman presents... The Big Top Spectacular Extraordinaire. Fuck. Hold on. This it was Ron Gulman Attorney at Law Presents. Sorry, Ron Gulman Attorney... Ron Gulman, comma, Attorney at Law Presents the Big Top Spectacular... Ron Gulman's Big Top Ron spect- Spectacular. Big Top Spectacular Extraordinaire. So, okay, hear me out. Hear me All right, out. wait, wait. I found okay. a scene from Buckaroo Banzai, the one that's, like, well-known for how fucking crazy it is. Send it to me. 
I will. Before we play it, you know how Ron wears a gray suit? Yes. Can he wear a red one with you? I was going to say a red and white striped suit. Okay, all right, okay. Like a big top. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. If you guys uh, don't listen to Atomic Tabletop, you should. (laughs) So you can get a There's a new episode that came out the week that this episode went out. I'm going to play this quick. I'm not going to put it in a thing, but I'm going to play it. Okay. (laughs) What the fuck did he just say? That was the longest string of words. (laughs) What the fuck did he say? I might leave just that clip in of me going, what the fuck? It has an all-star cast. <laughs> Who's in this? Jeff Goldblum, Christopher Lloyd. Um, what the oh, fuck? Hold on. Uh, John Lithgow. John uh, Lithgow? Yeah, Lithgow. Yeah. Um, Peter Weller. What the fuck? This is crazy. Yeah, it's fucking insane. You've seen it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't really remember much about it because I fell asleep, but it was the best thing ever. I thought it, it. I might leave some of this in there just for context about Buckaroo fucking Bonsai, but like mm-hmm. I thought it was Doctor Who. <laughs> no, it was. It's, it's like, not that. It's a man with a shitty haircut and a bow tie. I was like, oh, Doctor Who, ha ha. No, it is completely buck wild. Uh, I feel like we should have an, an organ player. Hear me out, all right? I want you to hear me out. Uh, organ is kind con- mm. No, like like a big organ, like like a like a circus organ. Like what is a circus music? Like a, a barrel organ? Yeah. Circus. And the only reason I know it's called a barrel organ is because I needed to compose a circusy type thing for a project and for the love of god finding a barrel organ that's not like three thousand dollars for samples is ridiculous well here i looked up circus organ and i got call a p music here's the quick snippet off the tube there's a guy talking this right mm-hmm. so they put on a show every night right like you can go to the you can go to these things individually because like a freak show wouldn't work because mutants exist, right, right, right. So like they put on a show every night and and the old man narrates it. The, the Sam Elliott Sam Elliott Ghoul narrates it, and it's it's about it's about how the the three the three little acrobatic people of the of the waste the flying atoms or some shit or i don't know some shit some cool shit <laughs> the they flying atoms i don't know i'm thinking of just quick radioactive bullshit that ron would think of <laughs> that he would put together this show or like the three fly or no because they're acrobats they have to be flying in some manner right so so ghoul sam elliott he he fucking narrates the whole thing and then uh i don't i can't think of a cool indian name for um for the belly dancer, she's the damsel in distress, and it's mm. the big the Russian fucking bear man. Or no, he's a Native American. I apologize. The Native American uh, yeah. guy with the bear. He's he's the bad guy who's keeping her, and the three go to save her, and the whole thing is orchestrated to the tune. It's like a it's like a thirty minute show is all orchestrated to the tune of their their organ player. 
Shane Ivers. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. And we just put Shane Ivers into the fucking cannon. (laughs) If you want to get our intro music, that is Feather Duster. You can get it at www.silvermansounds.com slash free music slash feather duster. Vince, do you have anything to say about our social media presence? If you'd like to find us on social media, there are links in the description below to our personals and the shows. Uh, you should, I implores you, uh, to join the Discord. Discord's a ton of fun. I stream in there now. Olive streams in there now. Kyle <laughs> might stream in there. Uh, Ky- I'm going to tell you an idea Kyle gave me uh, that he wants to do, and it is a fucking 19 out of 3 milks idea. Um, well, then I must be hearing that. Uh, so come on in the Discord. Have a conversation. Have a cup of coffee. Chill out. Hang out. Uh, and if you like the show, you can support us. You can go to our Redbubble. You can buy a shirt, a sticker, a cup, a mug, uh, a duvet, a shower curtain, a book, a ball, a movie, a game. A clock. A clock. Um, and if you really, really like the show, you can throw us a couple bucks on Patreon. I just want you to know now, it is never mandatory for you to throw us any money on Patreon. It's just if you want to see the show get a little, big, a little bit bigger and a little bit better. Um, and if you do, we love you and appreciate you, and we want to thank you. Sounds about right. Do you want to list the names off? Yeah, sorry. I I was waiting for a segue. That was a segue. The segue Wait, was, it, we want to thank you. Oh, sorry. My brain is small. <laughs> um, we have the Friendly Companion Cube. Thank you, Cube. We have next, Noah. Thank you, Noah. Then we have Gage. Thank you, Gage. Mason. Thank you, Mason. And Jordan with a Y. Thank you, Jordan with a Y. Yeah, thank you so much for supporting us, guys. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you a lot. I don't think I have anything else to say. Um, the only thing I have to say is, uh, when does this circus uh, ship out? I, I I want to sit down right. <laughs> I want to flush it out. Um, do it. I do. I will. I Channel your creative energy into a circus. Into a circus. <laughs> All right, everybody. And, actually, oh. I do have one last thing to say. Oh, okay, say it. Uh, Vince, you're not a clown. You're the whole damn circus.